G'day guys, Dill here. This should not come as a surprise to anyone given he's one of the biggest and best sports broadcasters in Australia, but Brian Taylor's podcast, Life of Brian, is absolutely flying at the moment. Recently he's had on James Brayshaw, Tony Jones, his nephew and Sydney midfielder James Rowbottom, and even horse teeth Tommy Sheridan. Life of Brian is not just about the guests, it also provides a great insight behind the scenes of the football media and BT's life away from the mic. He's a very, very quirky man. Who would have thought picking up sticks is so important? The show is hosted by his son Harrison and it's fair to say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because Harrison gives Brian a run for his money. Life of Brian is a clubby sports podcast and it should be in your rotation. IllyXX. The footy was created on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to all First Nations people and acknowledge their profound contribution to the game we bloody love. This is a Grouse House Podcast. 18th of December, AFL podcast. No one's listening. Why would they? We're in the middle of um, December. We're right in the darkest part of an AFL podcast, right in the middle of the dead of summer, the dead of beautiful summer when mm. the cricket's on and the basketball's on. But we're still here. And we are here to bounce that pill. Happy December 18. Footy is a... Footy, do you know what? Mm. There's been more footy to talk about than I expected. Hi, Tom. Really? This week specifically or just in general? Uh, here's th- five things we could talk about. Okay. The AFL, draft, the AFL draft is today. AFLW draft oh, yeah, is today. Tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the fallout, tra- people training. People are training. Some injuries. To quote quick, kick it forward. Who's training the house down? Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, um, Bailey Smith ACL. Very sad. Injuries. Yeah. Let's look at the AFL.com.au website and see what the poor people over there. It's all Clayton Oliver slander this weekend, I think. Yeah, he, he had to go to the cops. Yeah, he's got in trouble, I think. Sarah Black's AFLW draft late mail. Okay, that's fun. Uh, there, was just a tra- that out? there was an 11. Let's talk about this. There was oh, an 11 yeah. team trade. That was sick. This is something that has put the men to shame. Mm. This ridiculous trade. All right. Adelaide get pick 22, 26, and 33. Yep. Out Montana McKinnon picks 18, 37, 40. Yeah. Brisbane picks 21, 31, 46. Annalie McKee pick 12. Yep. Okay. Yep. Collingwood, Michaela Hyde, pick 29. Ash Brazil, pick 31. They get in. Okay. Essendon get Maddie Gay, picks 1937. Yep. Essendon, l- out, picks 1333. Fremantle. Okay, okay, okay. They get through two players and a pick. Ash Brazil and Gabby Newton, plus a pick. Michaela Hyde and some picks. Pick six. A pick six is they, good. They, take, they lose that. Oh, they lose that. Gold Coast, life. Katie Lynch, Charlotte Wilson, plus pick 44 you get. Out, yep. Laura uh-huh, Ahrens, Jasmine Smith. And some picks. Yep. Melbourne, Lily Johnson picks. Yep. Out, Maddie Gay, Charlotte Wilson. Yep. It just keeps going. It goes on forever. How did they get this done? Like, do you reckon they all got on the phone? Or do you reckon it was a little bit like, you know. go to that club, see if they got that done? Like, I can't see this happening unless they were all in a, on, a, on a Zoom or something, right? Player managers can help, I think, with this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because I think that is the thing. Like, I've noticed with the Suns, you've got your, we've got a few go-homes. Like, quite a few go-homes. I think that's mostly yeah. what's going on at the Sun. There's still a fair bit of goodwill with this as well. Is like, if someone's like, hey, I want to leave, they're like, goodbye. Absolutely, let's help you out. Like, let's get you home. Which I totally understand. Like, they're not earning enough money yet to be forced to stay, is what I would posit. 11-team trade, though. Yeah, I know. I just wonder how it gets done. Because, like, just the just the paperwork to keep it in your head. And then, but there's there's also, you can argue, there's a lot of picks involved in it. But I'm, I miss a trading a player for a player. That doesn't happen in the men's anymore. No, because if you can get a little bit of upside with a pick 40 that you could trade for points, yeah. like Very rarely do you see I'll trade you Nat Fife for Scott Pendlebury or yeah. obviously not that. But well, you, I mean, that's as close to an equal trade as you could probably get, I to be honest. I did pretty well, I'm, I'm fair to <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, I, I think Colin would be like, okay, yeah, let's do that, but send us pick 30 back. And Freo would be like... How old is Nat okay. Fife? Nat Fife is as old as Pendles, maybe a little bit younger, but does not play nearly as many games as Pendles. Like, Pendles is going to play 500 games, you know what I mean? Whereas Nat Fife will struggle to get to 300. Nat Fife is 32. Yep. Pendles is 
35. Yeah. So I think at their peak, Fife is probably. I think a it's a straight. Player. I think it's a straight trade. I think if Fife most, could Fremantle, play 16 games a year, I, I would say that. But Fre- Fremantle wouldn't time? do the trade. Because he's a heart and soul player. Fremantle wouldn't do the trade because like, why would we trade for a 35-year-old? Yeah. Like, how has Fife only played 218 games? You know? Injuries. Like, it, it's sad. It's sad. I want to I see my superstars play 400 games a year. As Mark Robinson once said, he said, uh, um, how lucky is he? That, well, imagine the life he has. It was a shot of him like with his shirt off with a Brownlow medal on to get <laughs> yeah. photos taken. Yeah. Brown, um, Robbo was like, oh, yeah. Well, how good is this? Yeah, great. Um, Christmas. It's Christmas. The other thing, Daisy Pierce. We talked about a few weeks ago, mm. but Daisy Pierce is the coach of West Coast Eagles women's side now. Yeah, very exciting. Huge. I'm very, very stoked with that move. Huge. Huge pressure. It's a huge club. It is. And like... And for like a, a coach who's only done what a season with the Geelong men's team, yes. So a huge burden in, in that sense as well. Quick turnaround, learning on the job, I imagine a little bit as well. But she's done a, a you know, she's been in and around it. From all the reports on Daisy Pierce that you've heard from uh, football players is that from the early days, even before her and her mum, I believe, mm. were very on like running football and organizing all of the women's football yep. in the like, I want to say like Eltham area I could be just making this up entirely yeah right but uh, so, so it has been pretty much coaching yes. or an on-field coach for a long time bit of the old um, coach captain bit of the old coach captain who's the in the men's the youngest who's done it recently who's gone the quick turnaround Oh, surely not for a while. Like, Voss was pretty quick, right? Yeah, Voss. No, Voss All was those gonna, Brisbane players were pretty quick, weren't they? Voss was going to be quicker than uh, than he, he wanted to be quicker than he was, and he came in too early. He came in too early, and Buckley was extremely quick under the circumstances as well. Yeah, but Think he, about he it, Buckley's it. still a young man, and he's coached for 10 years, you know? like. Well, you just hope West Coast give them the time. I feel like they're absolutely wrapped with what they got there. Exactly. I want to see five years at least, right? I want to I know how much. Probably a, a very, very fair amount. And something that's reportedly allowed her to continue doing commentary as well. Really? That's cool. I like that. There was a bit of, there was a bit of uh, how can you be serious if you're still commentating? Well, the first thing would be that the women's doesn't start until August. Yes. So there's a whole year of doing be able, being able to do Friday nights, but then potentially also maybe she doesn't do finals. Like... Yeah, 100%. Like, who cares? I feel like that's that's great. Like, that's not your problem, sir. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a very silly concern. I mean, I don't know. People will complain about anything or have concerns with anything, right? Until until Daisy goes out there and does a magnificent job, which I'm sure she will, there will all, there'll be haters left, right, and center. Haters going to hate and bakers going to bake. Yeah. And Brent Staker's gonna take a punch from Barry Hall yeah and uh, the Lakers gonna lake mm. Faker's gonna sing this heart attack this heart attack hey we were like should we do AFL football podcasts on would it be the day would it be yeah. day so next Monday is Christmas yeah. Day. So you lucky listeners are going to get an episode on Christmas Day and an episode on New Year's Day because we know you love the footy so much. How, I reckon we'll get four listeners. So I've told Broden he has to do some prep and straight after this episode, we're recording two more. So the idea is you, a father or mother, uh, wake up on Christmas Day, your children are, you know want their presents. You go, no, no, no. Santa, Santa. Yeah, no, we go sit down and we're going to listen to the 10-minute AFL footy mini special. Yeah. Or you're driving to your nan's or you're, uh, you know, driving to your nan's gravesite to, to pay mm. her respects on Christmas Day. You can of chuck course. this podcast on. Exactly. Maybe you don't it celebrate. So sense. Maybe you don't celebrate Christmas and you're like, well, none of the shops are open. What am I going to do? I'm going to listen to this 10 minute mini. What is it going to be, by the way? I've got nothing to talk about on Christmas what Day. What do you mean? I've prepped a whole thing. I told you to prep a whole thing. I can't wait. Yeah, I didn't prep shit, son. Okay, well, you can do yours on the fly. But hey, if you want to know what we're talking about, you're going to have to tune in next week on Christmas Day. Or just like play it while you're in the shower and leave it playing, (laughs) I guess, for the stats. Um, I got a thing for Christmas this week. This is the Christmas lead up episode. Ready? Bounce that sting. What? When I was thinking about AFL and its relationship to Christmas, yeah. the first thing that came to my mind is 
I get a lot of, in my lifetime, I've got a lot of AFL presents at Christmas time because it's very easy, you know, a young, traditionally like, you know, a young person who likes footy, you're like, well, what do they like? They like footy. I'll get them a shot glass, Sharon, yep. a shot glass with the Melbourne Football Club logo on it. Hundred percent. Or I'll get him a bloody. I've got a fair few Guernseys at Christmas. Yeah, Atlas has a lot of Essendon stuff already. See, and that needs to be put in the bonfire. <laughs> yeah, it does. He's got his My First Baby Bombers book or whatever. I'm going to buy him Gold Coast Suns shit. I actually <laughs> yeah, have just decided. He, he should. He's got his plate and his little bib and that, which are Suns. But yeah, a lot of bomber stuff. Going he can go around. for both. Yeah. He's about to live through a dynasty, so... Yes. Um, so, I was like, and where do you go? What happens? You're walking through a shopping centre, you know, Chadston, whatever, and you see the AFL store, and you're, you've got you've ticked off most of your Christmas shopping, but you're like, there's that one person, mm. fuck, maybe there's something in the AFL store. Yeah. And then you go in there, and there's a very sad boy working, mm. and he's like, hey, welcome to the AFL store in December. How can I help you? <laughs> yeah. Well... I'm just looking for the same old shit. Well, we got the same merchandise with the same lack of creativity given to each of them. Mm. You want a stubby holder? There's the Essendon one. There's the Hawthorne one. They're the same, yes. pretty much. There's- oh, and you want something from like for free, Antle? Get it out of the town. Yeah, we got pies. We got doggy. We got the. And if you go in a state, best of luck with yeah, that. Best of but luck. The AFL store is magic, and I hope that it never succumbs to online shopping. <laughs> uh, all right, so I'm going to do some questions with you. This is not Quizmasters. This is just me asking you, right? Okay, right. You're right. going, you're walking to the AFL store okay. at your shopping center of your choosing. Yep. All right? Northlands. I knew you'd say that. Yeah, that's where I go to shop. That's why I take my baby boy to get out of the house. Sometimes. And that little strip there is, an, is a fun, you know, my childhood strip of Northland because on yeah, one side, yeah. you've got the uh, AFL store. Yeah, yeah. And the other side, you've got EB Games. Yep, off your tree. Off whatever your tree. it's called now. We can get your bongs and shirts with... What's um, it called now? Off your tree. Is it co- And they do like tattoo removal now. That's their new yeah, thing. Yeah, they do all yeah. the bong stuff. Yeah. Anything bong stuff. affiliated. And I used to love going in like... You remember there was the adult game section? Do you remember that? In Off Your Tree? No. Yeah, so when I, we were about 12, you'd go there and they'd have like funny little penis pens and shit, you know? Oh, is that you thinking of what's new? Yeah, I am. Well, this is Off Your Tree. Yeah, I thought there was the same thing. It's more bong affiliated. Yeah, right. Okay. Um... Actually, I got my earbrow. I got my eyebrow pierced there. Earbrow. I got my earbrow past there. No, you went to Hair House Warehouse, I think. Did I? Okay. Uh, JB Hi-Fi there as well. Yeah, and then it. a cheaper place to get your popcorn for the movies if you go upstairs. Anyway. Yes. How much would you pay? Question one. Okay. How much would you pay for a St. Kilda branded Uno card game? So yeah. this is the same Uno card game. Uno, yeah. you know, yeah. draw two, suffer, wild, wild plus four. Seven, you know, green. Now, do you want me to guess what it's actually priced at, or do you want me to be genuine what I would pay for it? What is, what, what is? You would buy it for whatever it's listed as because this is a valuable piece of. Yeah, but do you want me to say like, well, if it was five bucks, I'd consider it. If it was two bucks, I'd buy it straight away. Both. Or do you want me to guess that it's twenty five dollars at the AFL store? Both. But let me just explain a bit more. So the okay. Uno cards, right? It's yeah. this. It's Uno. Yeah. But there's just a St. Kilda mascot with his thumbs up. Yeah, so it's not like individual players. No, so it's like the not- same St. Kilda mascot on all the cards doing thumbs up. Because like a Barry Hall like draw four would be funny. The word, yes, that would be fun. The words bare fucking minimum come to mind. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I wouldn't pay more than five. And if I saw it for two bucks, I'd be like, that's pretty cheap. I could get that and play Uno with that. Seventeen ninety nine. That's outrageous. But... Eh, whatever, I think it's fine. Uno's a good game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could probably make a Uno set right now for us to play with. But you're walking around, you got some nephew you hate, and you're like, fuck, <laughs> he goes for Frio. Here's Frio Uno. It's 20, uh, 20 bucks, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is an easy one. There you go. That's And you can have some chockies with that. You know what I mean? You know what? If, if any uncles are listening to that, thinking about what to buy your nephew, go to the sweet shop, get him a 12-pack of Dr. Pepper instead. You'll be doing him a favor. Well, there's less sugar in the Uno cards. Yeah, but Dr. Pepper's elite. A Western Bulldogs bobblehead. Yeah. Caleb Daniel. Okay, Caleb Daniel. It's a popular player, but not like a superstar, like uh, like household name player. I guess, like, bobbleheads are, are sort of uh, $12. Nineteen ninety-nine. Okay, that's not too bad. Compared to Uno, like, I'd much rather the bobblehead than the Uno, I think. Sydney Swans... Uh, 
twin pack retro socks. Two pack of socks, Sydney Swans retro logo on them. Okay. One pair of red socks, one pair of white socks. Okay. Same goes for Port Adelaide. Bit of teal, bit of black, you know. Yeah. yeah. They they should be about eight dollars. It's fifteen dollars for the pair. You can how about this, right? The Richmond Heritage mug and sock pack. Is it like a nice ceramic molded mug or is it just a shitty white mug printed with Richmond printed on it? Bingo. So okay. it's one of them, but it's got the old logo on it. So you give it to an old sad man who goes for Richmond, he goes, Army oh, Tigers. That right? should be fifteen. Oh, getting closer. Sixteen ninety nine. Okay, that's not too bad. Uno was the most outrageous one by far, to be honest. A well let me see if there's okay, a Western a West Coast Eagles two pack Guernsey notebook. What does that mean? <laughs> it means a notebook with the West Coast Guernsey on the front of it. Yeah. A notebook, right? Yeah. Two of them. That should be five bucks. Ten. Yeah. $9.99. It's all, it's all uh, like four or five dollars more expensive than what I think, I guess. This is, this is landfill. This is all... Yeah, this is awful stuff. Yeah. It is literally for what you're describing. Carlton two-pack spirit glasses. So you, got, you go for Carlton. Yeah. And then on the side of it, it's Carlton with the logo. Literally looks like it's just being canvassed on the square Carlton logo, like with the blue behind it. Just printed on a on yeah, a on a right. whiskey glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have your rum and coke in it. What yeah. you're doing? How much are you paying for two of those? If it's put more... them in your in your garage bar. Yeah, with your, well, with your picture of Scarface on one side, and then your picture of like Michael Jordan, his his hand width, and he's holding two basketballs. Yeah. I think. Can I just say really quickly? One of my like genuine dreams, and this is like sad as like my genuine dream is to have like a man cave one day, with like. What do I always say? I always say that I want to have one of those Coke um, vending machines that does all the different flavors. Like if you've been to America, there's these um, vending machines that you can click. It's like a touch screen. You click Coke and then you can do Coke, vanilla, cherry, whatever. But it's one spout, guys. It's not like 50 spouts. It's one spout. Um, yeah, but then think of the... I feel like those things are designed to be for places where people are buying a lot of drinks. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. So... I can't imagine that a hose. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you work in hospital, let us know. You hit one if you don't use that hose every day. Yeah. With coke and fizzy in yeah, it. Yeah, sure. It's going to get sugary and broken, isn't it? I don't know. Couldn't I just have the coke rep come out once a month? You know, like that's a lot of coke. Because if that I've got, got a man cave and this is the one I'm thing just I'm saying, investigating, that's a know? lot of coke you got to work through. That's true, but we could have diet coke. Uh, Eight dollars. Uh, I forgot. No, no, it was... Oh, For fuck. the shot glasses. Glass isn't expensive. I think, it was, I think expensive. it was like 16, 17 yeah, bucks. Yeah, that's way too much. Don't. No, I think it's it's all... that. It's in that area of... Um, do you know what? With cost of living, this is all quite reasonable. It's actually, I recommend you go out there and get some great get gifts. Get some stuff. You, if you're a Collingwood fan, you can get the Pro Crown cap, the Premier's cap for 45 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's cheap for a Pies fan. Yeah, it is. You can get a... a uh, we a, a Bobby Hill Norm Smith shirt for fifty five dollars. Oh, I don't hate that. Is Here's, that like a with a cool printed photo on? All the Premiership shirts. No, it's just a, it's a bit of a just picture. A, okay, okay, okay. All these all these things last one wash. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Anyway, get to the AFL store this Christmas, and guess what, folks? We've got more of the survey. Hit it. So the last survey went out, and I'm really glad that Jim, who edits these, put it out that. <laughs> Um, I it wasn't my voting; it was the people's voting. <laughs> yeah, because sure that really same, but they're on TikTok at 150,000 views. Yeah, which one? The last one where we said that North were the least coolest. Oh, and yeah, yeah, very engaging. Content. AFL, AFL on on social media. It's mm. a very simple landscape. It's yes, it is. Who's cool? Who's not? Who's good? Who's bad? And if you do that, football fans go, "Oh, he's good." Yes. Or then, oh, no, we're cool. A lot of people said Fremantle should have been on the not cool list. That's was that who I guessed? I think that's who I guessed, yeah. This is brought to you by Quizmasters, our very good mates at Quizmasters, Australia's least shit trivia. Head to quizmasters.com forward slash the footy to find a venue near you and use the code bounce that pill for 10% off. Ooh. Thank you, Geordie, uh, who's been putting these together. Fantastic job. And to our mate Dan over there. <sighs> Here's more of them. Great. What is a phrase you associate with screaming at the footy? Okay, and I think I, I said, what did I say? Give me a few, Brayden, because you've got a few. At number five with two votes. Dumb cunt. <laughs> you do a chewy on your boot one. Number four, 
get fucked with three votes. Okay, these are. I was thinking more like football. Three, three and this is a nod to our mates Josh and the boys. Kick it forward, of course. Of but course. I've never said kick it forward. I say kick it long. Go down the middle. Yeah, kick yeah, yeah. the butt. Oh, my favorite that I hear old men do if you, if your team's handballing too yeah. much is just kick the bastard or get it down the guts. Yeah, yeah. But they do say kick it forward sometimes, don't they? Yeah. Uh, number two. This, all of these are tiny votes. So number two had 14 votes and number one has over 100, 130 really? votes. So um, what's something you scream at the footy? Number two, he's been doing it all day. Okay. Can I guess number one? He's been doing it all now? day, ump. Yeah, it's true. Um, okay, number one, I, I'm guessing now off this is either ball Correct. or... Oh, okay. <laughs> what was the other one? I was going to say umpire because that's another thing they say. Well, yeah, ball is, ball is the official... Yeah. It's yeah. just sort of amalgamates in a big... I love it. Holding the ball. There is a ball. Yeah. Ball. Kick the ball. If you came from overseas and just went to a game and we're yelling ball. Yeah. Like if you went to a basketball game like, ball, there's a ball <laughs> there. That'd be funny. There would be. Out of context, it's interesting. Yeah. What's the biggest controversy ever in the AFL? Okay. Um, so I, let me take a couple of stabs at this. I think I said the... Um, the Adelaide, the last goal at the Adelaide game. Do you remember for them to make the finals? You said that's the biggest controversy in, ever in the history of AFL. Yeah. And then I guess like the Bombers jabbing would probably be the biggest one ever. Fuck, that is a good one. Yeah. That is, know- that's probably the biggest one that I remember. We went for 18 months. It never fucking stopped. At number five yeah. with five votes. Broden leaving early. <laughs> <laughs> Move the fuck on. It's up there. It's uh, up there. Number four, umpiring in 2023 grand final. Hey, do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, oh, you know, that's, I think that's eight Brisbane fans. But <laughs> yeah. I, I respect it. Yeah, you know, there was it wasn't the, that outrageous. That advantage. But, yeah, it was, it was a big call. But um, Can you make all the stings and everything Christmassy? Oh, yeah. I was planning on doing that anyway. Yeah, great. <laughs> I have three weeks of Christmas stuff. <laughs> number three. The treatment of Adam Goods. Yep. Represent. Yep, 100%. I back that. Um, I remember I was in Edinburgh performing and it made me feel very, very sad and embarrassed. Yeah. Number two, Wayne Carey in brackets, general fuckwit behavior. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the, the, I remember I was, you would have been before your time. Yeah, Tom. I wasn't watching footy then. It would have been 2002 or three. Yeah. When when he when that shit went down with um with uh, the affairs and the and the scandals yeah it was big fucking was it yeah because because uh, he was the captain of North right yes and he he was the best player for North like, he was, like the best player of were, all time right? probably said. maybe who's like three or four years after back to back flags yeah and people often say that I think people often say that he's the greatest player of all time. People, yeah, people say that in his absolute prime, he was the absolute best. Yeah, and, um, so, and yeah. I've never watched him and never will because I don't like him. But. Don't worry, folks, I'm correcting <laughs> myself. They won two flags, 96 and 99, not back to back. Oh, not back so to it's back. So it's like 99, right? and then like three years later. So equivalent to maybe like Melbourne, Melbourne's yeah. flag, right? So you may, imagine next year the best player for like, you know, Melbourne or um, Richmond a few years ago comes in and says, I'm leaving. Yeah, so Gorn says, I'm leaving. Because yeah, because I had an affair. Because I had an affair. Can you imagine that? Nah, I can't imagine it. It's crazy. And so that was, and also it just hit, ticked all the boxes for news. Yes, the, yes, it know. does. That's verynews.com.au, isn't it? And then uh, I remember it, was, it. It it happened with the launch, or the maybe a year later. No, maybe half a year later. No, it would have been around this time. Fuck, I actually don't know. Wayne Carey, um, he was the first guest on the main show for Fox Footy, which also premiered that year. Um, the show was called White Line Fever and was hosted by Clinton Gribus, who passed away early, but was one of the great commentators, but died yeah, right. uh, uh, way too early. Um, and yes, but it was the start of Fox Footy that yeah, year. Right. That's crazy. It was the start of a new generation of footy media. <laughs> um, at number one, and I think the most important thing to note here for the biggest controversy ever in the AFL, this received 69 votes. Yeah. So that's good. It is. That's a funny number. And you were correct, Tom. It is the Essendon doping scandal. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, it's definitely the biggest scandal or the it biggest just, drama of my time. It kept going as it well. Kept going. Yeah. Like there was the first news that it came out, and then there was it, and then there was the the, the AFL's treat yeah. um, handled it, and then the government handled it, yeah. and then 
Assad, Australian, or yeah, the, and the world, and the yeah, world, and, they kept, well. and it kept going. Yeah, and for eighteen months, these players were suspended but unable to talk about it. Even to this day, there is like talk that like some of the players never were able to tell their story, and they were saying there's still people out there that say yes, we took it, but it wasn't illegal at the time. Like it's still and it's it's like great. From I never I, w- I want to this you of, often hear about like people aren't legally allowed to talk about what exactly happened and they're like well I think the truth will eventually come I fucking desperately want to know like how much was it how much was it how much did how much did they knowingly fucking go we're going to get an advantage here from from doing extra illicit substances yeah so I think yeah where I imagine it is is we know we're going into a grey area yeah I think it probably was hey this substance is going to be banned in a couple of years when WADA works out about this we should take it because it's really fucking awesome and we'll stop when it gets banned. Here's me talking completely. I remember that year when they, when Heard and Bomber Thompson all came back and it was, I was 2011. Yeah. And this, they would start really strong and then they would drop off. Yes. So I don't know. That's, I don't know anything, but I just remember that. And do you think that Job should get his Brownlow back? Fucking hell, Tom. <laughs> that was a that was a that was a thing that came out even last week or the week before. From who? From someone. Someone just put it on the record and was like, I think Job should get it back. I think it was um Sheehan, Mike Sheehan or someone. I mean It was pretty funny. <laughs> he won it on using illicit substances, yeah? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Why was it illicit at the time? Do we actually know hundred percent that they took illicit drugs or that's the thing that's still grey as far as I'm aware. No one knows what the fuck happened. Well, they definitely got suspended, and they definitely did tests with a prohibited substance in it. Yeah, but and there was and there was players like Saharakis who chose not to have needles. Yes, because he has a big fear of needles. But he was like the only one on the list. I think he was like the thirty eighth out of thirty nine or something. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think they probably did dope, and they probably deserve it. Blood doping though, because blood doping is different to taking illicit substances. You know what blood doping is? No, I don't. Is that just when you get peptides? Is that no, no, no. So blood doping is what Lance Armstrong was really good at, and what a lot of the bikers do, which yeah. is right. He did a lot of drugs too. Though. Yes, yes, yes. Um, is you take out, hi scientists listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You take out your blood. Yeah. Um, and then your body rege- and you put it in a nice fridge. Yeah, yeah. And then you your body regenerates and gets back to like being good. Yeah. And then you put the good blood back in you. Yeah. So you're Superman for a while. Oh, okay. I've never heard of this. Hey, I, I just thought of a really funny idea for a podcast that we should do with Zach um, as a spin-off podcast because we're not busy enough. Mm. Now, how's, did you ever remember um, Zach did a recaps with Mission Zach where yeah. they recapped the first year of MasterChef but pretended they were from that time? Yeah, yeah. Would it be funny to do a footy podcast? From the year that the Essendon dropped. And just keep talking about it. And every week we recap like what happened that so week in the news. They're saying now that Stephen Dank is stepping down and someone <laughs> shot at his house. Oh, well, that's that'd be that means a lot of work. But know, Essendon really fans should do that. Yeah, but like Live if we watched the Essendon game every week Fun. and tried to find the news from that week. Um number number of yeah, I don't know what question this is, but which club has the worst team song? Okay, so I think uh, Gold Coast should be up there. Well, they're no, f- that's not true. I'm going to cut that. I don't know why I said that. They're number five. Are they actually? Yeah. Which well, is I won't cut that then. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. I just thought, I think that's just the self-deprecating person in me because I this quite is, like it. This is worth cutting up later, actually. This is worth putting out like in the new year. Oh, right. But we're not recording. Yeah. We can do it again <laughs> later. Uh, Port Adelaide at number four. Yeah. Uh, that that's quite. It's funny because these are the ones that are a little different so far. So yep. Do you know that song? Yeah, that's the real rocky guitar one. Remember we remixed it when we were in Adelaide. You got. It's not that rocky. I thought it was like real metal, like we power got the metal. Power to win. Power to yeah. Rule. Isn't it like big eighties power metal drums dum, and dum. guitars at the start? No, that's. Well, let's listen to it. Yeah, I think it's like pretty groovy. I don't remember any. I just think it's the daggiest thing that's ever been done. Yeah, it could be daggy. See, it's more horny. Yeah, this is not what I was thinking of at all. I think you were thinking of Frio. Because that's real Russian, isn't it? Yeah, but it's got guitar solos in it now. This should be number one. This is daggiest. It's number four. <laughs> uh, Carlton. Ah, uh, okay. Isn't Carlton sort of swingy and cool? No, it's not swingy at all. 
it's, we talked about it. It's got history and like horrible um, racism. Like it's an old minstrel song. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but just talking musically, this is sick. It's a different vibe. It's yeah. a different vibe. I like it. Yeah, you got that one. And then at number two. Yeah. I should just play them and then see if you can guess them. We've done this <laughs> yeah, before. Yeah, sure. I, I don't think I'll be any better. But um, that's Freya. Correct. And it is number two. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is what I was thinking of, I think. I like the squeals from the guitar in the background. Very cool. Do you know it's a fun thing to... I, I, I was fascinated with it. About 12 years ago now, yeah. Fremantle put out a call and said, Here's, if you don't like the song... We'll vote for a new one. Yeah, sure. And eventually the old one won again. Yeah. Just vamped up a little bit. That's what happened. But Eskimo Joe wrote a Fremantle song. And has it been heard publicly? Yeah, I listened to it all the time back then. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, sure. This is much more English soccer, actually, for me. Wait for it. When the cup goes up, I remember it. Yeah, it reminds me way more of the like the the English football chants for me. Like if you take away the drums and all that stuff, it's very much like swing low, sweet chariot. It's like that free oh, free oh. You could hear like a whole crowd singing right, that. That'd slope. be good. Yeah, I think that would be good. But they that lost. I don't like the recording of it, but I like the yeah, song itself. They probably just laid down a quick demo. Eh? Yeah, I, yeah. I think that need need work. Guys should have come to me. Number Answer one. My... Number one. Yeah. Fucking hell, these people are brutal. Yeah. Um, number one sounds a little like this. We're the Eagles, the West Coast Eagles, <laughs> and we're here to show you why. Yeah, this isn't great. I don't think I've ever heard this before. Really? Yeah. yeah of course you have. <laughs> we're the Eagles. We're hard. Yeah, this is bad. Why did Western Australia just decide to be like Rocky? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that, they came in in periods when it was like 80s and 90s and we're changing shit up a bit. Yeah, totally, totally. Which is a cool thing to do. I, I very much support that. Have a listen to this. Okay. This was added in 2020. This is still played at their games, I believe. Is this a West Coast thing? Because I like this much, much yeah. more. This so is far. placed before their theme song. Do you know that voice? Yeah, that's uh, Birds of Tokyo. Yeah. Ian Kenny is his name? I think. They traded, tra- you know, they trended it up a bit. Yeah. Having said that, put a lot of effort in. It still has reached number one as the daggiest song. Yeah, in I think so. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that? I think that's a cool top five. Can you, uh, next question. You can get rid of one rule in the AFL, what would it be? Okay, so I think uh, like, I think we sort of covered this earlier, but I think the complexity, I, I want to remove the complexities around high and that. That's the, the thing, or holding the ball on high. And you know those calls? Number yeah. five, six, six, six. A few people thought they should get rid of that. Disagree. Oh, it's great. It's great. Great rule. Number four, goal review. Well, it, unless it's perfected, it is a pain in the ass. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. I think, do you know what? Mm. Outspoken opinion. I think they got it. Oh, for the most, if you look at stats wise, yeah. they got it right this year. They just fucked it a couple of big, big times. That, that yeah. one in the finals. Uh, oh, no, the Adelaide-Sydney one. Yeah, the Adelaide-Sydney one, which was the which biggest controversy of all time. <laughs> That was sort of blows it all away, but it does, yeah. For the rest of the year, I feel like, well, they get most, they can probably the get Petrarca one as well, right? Yeah, oh, that, yeah, I don't know. That might have been right. Who would you have played if you, like, would it history mid, be different? Mid year, mid year. 
Oh, uh, we might have gone higher. Who knows? Yeah, it could have been a whole different. Number thing. three, descent. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think umpires should be spoken to in the correct manner, but it did get to a point when old mate uh, Scotty was running the show where it was ridiculous. Yeah, but then it calmed down, as all these rules do. Until like from mid-year on to the end, it was great, except for that one outrageous Canelio. Because yeah, because when you watch oh. when yeah, that was fucking absurd. That was absurd. When you watch the NBA. You can't. It can't be that. No, it's. It, I hate it. You have to. You have to have a skill. Like these nineteen-year-olds come into the league, arguing with the umpires because it, it's like a thing that's bred into them. It's crazy. At number two, people won't hit the. You know, hit the post removed. Why is touch that? the post? I, I like. You could do, and it's been trialed in some preseason. It was also in international rules where. If it hits the post, yeah, whatever area it goes through is what it is. Oh, like in like in English soccer, football, yeah, soccer, yeah. So. But if it bounces back, it's still in play. Yeah. I mean, it would lead to some fun moments, no doubt, but... Yeah. I don't know about that. I think it'd be cool. Like, I'd be down for that. It's like a... Tra- I, I only wouldn't change it for tradition. Yeah, I wouldn't blink an eye either way, you know? Like, okay, that could be fun. I, I wonder how much that would dramatically change the AFL. I, not much at all, I don't think. Or would it? Would it? it would just knows. add a few fun moments, I think. Uh, and number one, uh, most people voted to get rid of the stand rule. I no, that's it. so wrong. It's it's helped the game so much. People don't like the stand rule. I, 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 maybe it's because of the teams that I watch, but I think it's really good. It's opened up kicking and like Collingwood yeah. is a huge beneficiary of the stand rule. I think the D's were as well. Um, and maybe Geelong, I don't know. Well, but yeah. I, I remember. I know Richmond fans hate the stand rule particularly. Right, because I think we, we bashed the game. We, we only look back 10 years in the game. People say the game was unwatchable in 2010 and blah, blah, blah. And I think... Um, we f- we wanted full forwards to be kicking goals again, and this year, Kerno and Suvlaki had upwards of like seventy goals and stuff. And I think if those rules aren't brought in, they they don't. Which club has the best social media? JWS. So at number five, St Kilda, two votes. <laughs> no one even comes close to JWS actually. North Melbourne. Yeah. At number four. Yeah. Pies at number th- uh, three. Do they? Oh, so these and and Brisbane at number two, right? Can Brisbane's I say? Okay. Yeah. Can I say? Yeah. St. Kil- they all had three votes, like, and St. Kilda had two votes. And then at number one with 182 votes... Yeah, correct. ...is our mate Jacob at GWS. Yeah. And I think if you'd said anything different... Yeah, you just, like, you either don't listen to the pod or... Or you don't have a phone and you don't have social media. Which club has the best game day banter? Best what what game- does that mean? On, on field or... It must, I think it's up for... Up, up for uh, Interpretation. Um, because Banner banter, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, that makes more sense. Banner banter. And I know there are teams that are awesome at it, but I don't remember them. Fair few people at number five voted for none of them. <laughs> yeah, okay, because there definitely are some witty, witty banners. Uh, number four, Carlton. Yeah. Number three, Collingwood. Yeah. And then one and two are close, but number two is the Doggies. Obviously, Danny McGinley, when he did it for a long time. That's right. Really they were through. very, very good. Yes, yes, yes. And then number one, GWS. Yeah. They, who okay. are doing, they just do more fun stuff. They do. Because they have the freedom to do so. Young which, and cool. Which club has the best team song? Okay, GWS should win this, I think, as well. And who else would you expect to be there? Um, I think people... I like the Melbourne one, but I think Richmond are probably very high as well. At number five, the yeah. Swans. Cheer, cheer, the red and the white. Don't mind. Don't know it. You don't know it. No, you're gonna play them all again. I don't remember. I it. can't. But be- no, you you have you you do. You that, that that doesn't strike a chord with me. Cheer 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 for the red and the white. Like is that how it goes? No, that's the Melbourne theme song. What you just sang. Yeah, it doesn't strike a chord with me. Those lyrics. Like it doesn't. Red and yeah 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 yeah. That is decent decent decent. It's got a bit. Of, I like this bit. Good harmonies. Good one. Yeah. Um, that was at number f- at number four was the D's. Yeah. Grand old flag, which is like a uh, it's an army. It's a it's an American. Um, let's get ready to go and kill people in Europe song. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> you want to hear it? Do yeah, you want to sure. hear the original? Sure. Oh, I didn't know there was an original. Yeah, let's see that. Patriotic American song. Yeah. Red, white, and blue. I really like it in this setting. And they used to do, they always used to do little um, intro, opening verses before going into the chorus. Yeah. Like these, before the, 
patriotic something that no one can understand. Way down south in the land of cotton mill. Oh, dear. Untiring. Ain't that inspiring? Oh, dear. Hurrah, hurrah, we'll join the Jubilee. And that's going some for the Yankees by gum. Red, white, and blue, I am for you. Honest, you're a grand old rag. You're a grand old rag. You're a high-flying flag. And forever in peace may you wave. Very odd. The emblem of the land I love, the home of the free and the brave. Free and brave, of Every course. Every heart beats true under red, white, and blue, where there's never a boast or brag. But should old acquaintance be forgot, keep your eye on the grand old rag. Good shit. The grand old rag. You're a grand old rag, you're a high-flying flag. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> number three, Gold Coast Suns. So we had voted top five worst and top three best. Divisive. <laughs> Very Like a, a Dom Dollar. Dom Dollar's universally loved, thank you. I did a, I did a thing, uh, Max Lynch, our mate Max Lynch, uh, yeah. did a post the other day where he DM'd Dom Dollar and was like, um, hey, hey Dom, it's Max, your mate Max Lynch here. Yeah. If I could get two tickets for tomorrow night, I'd appreciate it. And he's like, fingers crossed he responds. Yeah. Like he does, obviously he doesn't know he is, doesn't yeah, follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I wrote back to Max Lynch, I just wrote, Bro, how many are you actually after? <laughs> and he's like, um, he's like, are you serious, man? Two. That's all. And I was like, oh, well, I hope you find them. <laughs> a good Q. Um, Q local. Dumb dollar. Went to Q high. Oh, yeah. Uh, number two. Yeah. Richmond. Yes. That's who I guessed, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then GWS at number one. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I nailed it. They're the two. It's always those that's two. That's the two, yeah. What's the coolest kick in Aussie rules? Oh, obviously the top. Unexpected soccer. Oh, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Four dribbler. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop punt. That's yeah. a classic. I love that. I do love a drop punt. <laughs> sure. I love kicking a drop punt. Number two, banana. Yeah. And then the torpy yeah, number the one. The torpy is the sickest. Name a food you associate with watching the footy at the ground. Come Hot on. Hot dogs, pies, chippies, chicken strips. Chicken strips, unfortunately, I do associate with, but it shouldn't. I'm sick of fucking chicken strips. But chicken strips yeah. are. Uh, chicken strips are more associated with going. To any event now, yeah. You go see Paramore, like some of <laughs> us did. Chicken, strip. chicken strips. You go see Limp Bizkit, chicken strips. Yeah. You go to the tennis, chicken, chicken strips. Chicken strips. Chicken strips. Chicken strips. Chicken strips. Number five, jam donuts. Number four, sausage rolls. All oh, right. Number I three, like hot dog, pre-cooked hot dogs from the thermos. Yeah. Okay. Number two, hot chips. Yeah. Which you know. Yes. And number one, old mate, the meat boy. Of course. Name of food. This last for the year. Okay. Name a food you associate with watching the footy at home. Fuck, I miss the footy. You feel like this? <laughs> it's making me miss the footy. Are you getting to that point yet where you're like, we need the footy back? Or are you still like, no, we need a break from the footy? I was ready to come in and do like, I was like, if you were like, I've got nothing to talk about, let's can this pod. I was ready to be like, no, let's do ladders now. Like, I'm ready to talk about it in that sense. You well, know? Like, I got, you know, I got a lot on, but also like watching the footy, you know? Yeah. And that's why I would say pizza on Friday night with the footy is almost like, I almost, if I can get away with it, budget wise and whatnot, I almost do it every Friday night. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's as good as it gets. If it's a good game. That's and why we get so upset when a Friday night game shit. Exactly. It just kicks off the weekend in such a poor manner. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, this. oh, why is this the game? And oh, it's ruining my, and then you can only watch a half of it and then you got to put on Netflix or whatever. Yeah. Number five, no food. I don't eat during games. <laughs> Seven people. <laughs> Number four, hot dogs, not from the thermos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. A little hot dogs. I struggle with hot dogs at home, right? Because, yeah, I never bother at home. Do you go, know go, why? Yeah, go, go, go. Because one's not enough, two's too much. Yeah, and it is one of those things where um, hot dogs come in 10, the rolls come in sixes, and yeah. all of a sudden you've got all these ingredients. And if I, I'm, I live with a vegetarian, and by live with, I mean uh, my partner of 13 years is a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. And then in which case, you got, you got hot dogs for a week. Yeah. I'll tell you who's not a vegetarian in your household, though. My dog. Your dog and shadow. he does love hot dogs. Exactly. True. At number three, shapes, crackers. That's a weird answer, but sure. Yeah, on a Sunday afternoon or, a, you know, watching the yeah, you know, I don't know, shapes. Usually I'm at work. So. Number two, chips. People making chips at home. No, that's wrong. You don't make chips at home. Air fry. Baked chips are rubbish. Air fry. No. I you upset my brother so much. <laughs> Mitchell, my brother, realized that he believed he could make. He had devised the perfect hot chips. Yeah. How to devise them at home? Yeah. Air fryer time. 
the, what chicken sold is the best brand yeah. and then put it all together. I did it. And I thought he did a pretty good job and you just went, nah, shit. Hated it. <laughs> did I even try it? When and did he I was, try it? You probably didn't try it. I didn't try it. I didn't think he so. was furious with you. No, I think the thing was I'd never tried these. I think the thing was I was like, that chicken salt's not the one from the shops. Yeah, you, and he you, was talk, like, you talked down the chicken salt without even trying the Yeah, chicken and salt. he was like, no, no, it is. And I was like, no, it's not. I worked in a fish and chip shop. That is not the chicken salt from the fish and chip shops. And he was like, yeah, but it's the closest. And I was like, okay, with that but information. did you try it? No, I went out and bought it. I was like, okay. But as long as you're not saying it is the chicken salt from the fish and chicken It's shop. as close as you can get. And number one is pizza. Yes. And I, I and this is a love letter. Put some emotional music on. Okay. This is a love letter to pizza on Friday night footy. I'm, I miss you. And I want you back mm. this much. <laughs> I want you, Mr. Pizza, and you, I'm in my lounge room. And you, Mr. Footy, on my telly, you fuck. Mm. Great, that was my love letter. Hey, Tom, that's been the surveys. Thanks again to Quizmeisters for doing that this year. It fucking elevated this shit podcast to a whole new level. So thank you, boys. Uh, up in Queensland for doing this. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, hit that sting. We're going to close out for the year with a little bit of mailbag. Oh, yeah, great. Because you fuckers have been emailing me. A lot of you Collingwood fans last week found the email address, lucky, lucky you. <laughs> And let's talk about finally, Tom, we never heard back from all those people who won the soaps and the toothbrushes and the pens at the start of the year. You mailed them out, yeah? No. Do you know why? Because someone went into my office and stole it all. I didn't steal it all. It had been in there for two months. Yeah. And then you went into my office. I was going to post them out. Bullshit you were. No, I wasn't. Hey, there's a lot of emails here. So let's just go through them. Um, A lot of them are really long. So, um, I might TLDR a few of them, Braden, if that's okay. Yeah, cool. So, this is uh, one from Lizzie about uncool footy fans. I absolutely love listening to your podcast, especially in December. This week's episode with SEN and Peter Hallier was one of my favorites. I was laughing so much. Thank you. Who? Lizzie? Lizzie. Not Queen Elizabeth. No, no, I don't, I don't think it is Queen Elizabeth, actually. Where did you get this? Is this not in the mail? Is this on a socials or something? No, this is all from the email. No, Are you right, it. mate? I can't find it. Oh, oh, it's the top one. It's the top one. Yep. Um, it's really long, so I'm going to try and condense it down. But basically, they're saying they used to work at Marvel Stadium in events, and by far and large, North Melbourne fans were the worst. I like where she says, as a Richmond supporter, I can confirm we are definitely fat with glory and looking forward to uncertainty of 2024. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was interesting because I think Lizzie was saying that a lot of North Melbourne people are like, this is my favorite one. North Melbourne people would say things like, you should be thankful that we're not Collingwood or Carlton and we're the good ones. We're polite. Most people would be rude to you as they berate us for not letting them in because their ticket is invalid or they're at the wrong gate or whatever is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so I won't read the whole thing, but I think that, that, that was great. Um, Lizzie, what they, they do you think? They work at Marvel. You? Used to. Used to work at Marvel. And what are they saying? The North were the nicest? or The, the- most uncool. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and a bit mean I think and dorky that's like when mum's like you know you're, you've got a cool mum haven't you yeah. you go yeah alright yeah um, yes good stuff Lizzie alright here's another wrong one a long one from Isabel oh yes now Isabel yes hey Broden Tom and Marnie firstly Tom congrats on quitting Coles that's so awesome and I hope you don't have to go back anytime soon well he has to go back regularly to get his um, bread yep milk Stuff for the baby boy. Will you go to that Coles or will you avoid it? I was thinking if I needed a job, right? There's a new job that's come up, which is Uber Eats shoppers. And what they do is they sit in the car park until the Uber Eats ding, ding, ding goes. Then they come in and shop and they go drop it off. It's like an ultra express service, right? It's like milk run. Yeah. And there's like three like people on any given day like assigned to our store. I know my Coles so well after 15 years that I would be a lead at that job. And I only shop at my Coles because I know exactly where everything is. Mm. So, yeah, that could be a backup plan. As we come to the end of the year, I just wanted to send you a message to say thank you. Now, Isabel um, approached... We were on the day we were about to board an international flight in Sydney. Mm. We, I was sitting on the side of the street and Isabel walked up and was like, Hey, can I get a photo? I remember this. Yeah. I didn't look at the photo. And so I was, was like, oh, yes, story. an Auntie Donna fan. Yeah. Because we're in Sydney. Yeah. Not a footy, not a foot, you know, can we get a photo? I'm like, look, there's Mark. And she went, oh, yeah. And then, like, <laughs> I was like, hang on, what the fuck is this? And she said, I'm listening to the, the footy, footy podcast right now. So, it was, I remember Isabel very, very clearly because we're in Sydney 
And it was very lovely to meet you, Isabel. Um, and yeah, yeah, what else did you have to say? I have only just gotten to, into footy this year. And if it weren't for the pod, I don't think I'd be as invested in the game. Now, here's the exciting bit. I've recently joined an AFL club. And I'm so excited to start playing. Meeting new people and bonding over a game I've truly come to love is really special. I want to give an extra shout out to Marnie here. Your enthusiasm about AFLW has really inspired me to give playing a go. This is good Christmas energy. I think that's great. Yeah, no, we like Isabel a lot. She's great. Yeah, thank you very much, Isabel. And thank you for the funny photos of you in, I think, Italy listening to the pod. Yeah, that's great. I love when people, the people send us that earlier in the year, like being in Thailand yeah. on a boat listening to us. Or Vietnam. What's yeah. the next one? Hey, lads. I'm just reading all of them, by the way. So if you just say that's boring, let's move on. You yeah, can yeah. just yell it I out. won't say that. <laughs> Big fan of the pod. My question is, why is the podcast not named The Footy with Braden and Tom? Or alternatively, The Footy with Braden, Kelly and Thomas Zahari? Tom is definitely at least a 50% contributor, if not more, given the ending, stings, remix, snaps he provides to the show. And I disagree with this. This is why... Well, I let's let talk about slips. this. That's why I let it go through to the slips. Let's talk about this. Yeah. Um... My profile is Mammoth. It's it it's um, unwavering. I agree. A unique name. No one else has your name in the world. No, but it has grown to be a podcast where it's an ensemble, really. And if next year we're opening it up to being more about, um, you know, more Marns, more yourself, um, we should look at how to rebrand it. I think that we've already built a brand. Hate yeah. to get too cynical here, and I love the brand. What do we I call the footy with Brandon Kelly? <laughs> I think just because the brand has your name and it doesn't take away from the contributions of myself, Marnie, and others. I do think you know it, I, I think I think it does, and that was deliberate. But I think what's <laughs> exciting. <laughs> no, what you could just call it, you could just you could do like um, trying to think of an example where it was like uh, I could only think of the Big Show Paul White. The big show, Paul White. So when 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 Paul White, who is uh, one of the biggest wrestlers ever, yeah, when he came to the WWF, yeah, he was the Big Show, Paul White, yeah, and then eventually he became the Big Show. Oh, I love the Big Show. I didn't know. Yeah, right. And then there was also when Rikishi when Rikishi came into the WWF, he was called Rikishi Fatu. Yeah, and then he eventually became Rikishi. So you're saying we just go with the footy? Can you imagine the balls though? Like, yeah. welcome to the footy with Broad and Kelly. You've got Tom over here. It's Marnie Day. You yeah. know what I mean? Maybe we just start to call it the footy. Yeah. I, I would just like to put publicly on record that I don't think... Because people message me this all the time. They're like, it should, you should be in the name. And I'm like, absolutely not. Like, it, just my name not being in the title doesn't diminish my sense of... Um, of, of home amongst this podcast. That's what nice. I'd like to put out there. Can you just get me the names of the people who are messaging you privately and talking behind my back? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Just get them to me, thanks. Um, okay, uh, Jared sent one here about, thank you, uh, good luck uh, quitting Coles and I'll watch you on Twitch. Thank you very much, Jared. I appreciate it. Now we're getting into the essays, bro, and I'm going to do a TLDR here. Yes. So this is from Canberra AFL. Okay, team. yes. Okay, Canberra, the AFL team campaign. We, we are, there is a group... And I think a person yeah. who is, is pushing hard for Canberra to be represented in the in uh, thoughtfully in conversations yeah. about expansion. Now, what did, what did you say to start us off? What kicked off this? I think I said we should just nuke Canberra and be done with it. Yeah. I, no, I, think, I did not say that. No, I no. Said, <laughs> I think it was quite fair, wasn't I? I, was, I think you said... I think I copped it for you two as well, by the way. I think that you said that anyone who's ever been to Canberra wouldn't vote for Canberra to have a team, I think. <laughs> Or something along those lines. And GWS already owns it. I love Canberra. But... You like restaurants and politics. I do. And museums. And I do. I genuinely... I like uh, interesting architecture and design as well. Yeah. Um, but it's a... This this person has come hard. Go on. Yeah. Should I read a few of their, their notes and you can <laughs> rebut? Please. So, the uh, Canberra AFL team at gmail.com is responding to you by saying, no one would want to play there. Canberra is right next to the footy factory of the Riverina. At the start of the 2023 season, 41 players originated from the Riverina and Capital Regions. Um, very, very long email, but they're saying, look at that, like, give that breeding ground oh, to, beautiful area. to Canberra. Great. And do you know, m what I would say to that is, like, there are some people who wouldn't want to live in Canberra, but do you know what AFL players are? Glorified tradies. They want to live in a nice, boring place with a big, nice house. Yeah. So, not, maybe. Not many nightclubs, but you get over it. Do, I would love to know if the NRL team from Canberra, the Raiders, mm -hmm. if they have struggles with keeping people in Canberra. That's interesting. They get a little bit of GWS. 
Just like a little bit of North wasn't enough for Tasmania, footy fans in Canberra are grateful to the Giants for bringing games to Canberra, but the majority of footy fans don't see them as a real Canberra team. I think that's fair. Like, I think they don't feel any ownership over it. Yes. And footy heritage. A lot of folks don't realise how much Canberra has done for the game. Here's a list of the few greats we've contributed. Tom Wills, Jacob Gaynor. Tom Wills wrote the rules. <laughs> right. Jacob Gaynor, of course, GWS social media. Alex Jezelenko, who I only know from you doing speckies in high school. James Hurd, Razor Ray, Beck Goddard, Mick Malloy. It is a decent, decent little resume of cool people. I mean, the, uh, Canberra, the Canberra campaign has put a hard forward. You know, if they want to push hard, hell yeah. Yeah. Now, do you, do you feel like that's changed your mind and you're all for it now? No, uh, no. <laughs> potentially, I'm. I'm open. I think it's a. I think it's a fair. I'd have to. There was probably a period where I thought Tassie couldn't have a team. You know, like I'd have to see Tassie really. I mean, I'd have to see Canberra really get behind it. I'd have to see the campaign. And I can be yeah. one. And that's my thing. Where maybe I'm so wrong about this, but I feel like. Canberra obviously has a lot of people who live there, but a lot of people just flying in and out. Like it's one of the busiest airports in Australia. Like yeah. the airport's really nice. It's like, quite fifoey. It doesn't feel. It feels like it could be quieter on the weekends than during the day. You know. Then Betty's emailed us four times if about you can a magic make Canberra, sponsorship request. If you can make Canberra, <laughs> a little joke for you. If you can make Canberra a Geelong, yeah, in that it's a, you know, similar population size and it it's like a. An absolute fortress. True, true, true. I agree with you there. Geelong's a great comparison, actually. Mm. Yeah, that makes it make a lot more sense to me. Here's one from Michael L. Broden. Dear Broden, enough is enough. Your hatred of Collingwood. <laughs> this is, is two becoming... weeks old. Yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing after when I did a shout out for more mailbags. Your hatred of Collingwood is becoming a bit weird and sad and is coming off as lame jealousy. Even the other Auntie Donna boys identified it as an unhealthy obsession, which is clouding your judgment. Etc. <laughs> Etc. Et <laughs> Anything to say about that, Broden? This is um this is in the top twenty ten percent of nice messages I received this week. <laughs> from like a bit meaner uh, to like all out, like just really nuff. Shit. Yeah. Um, so, Michael, you're a, you're a good on you, Michael. Yeah, good on you, Michael. Um, KFC Olympics. This is from Ethan. G'day. I was in Tom's Twitch chat telling him about the KFC Olympics and how my brother won. His name is... Don't say his name on the pod. And he normally works early during the week night shift. So, if you ask for him, he could hook you up. Also, I've provided a photo of, of proof. What's the KFC Olympics? So, I'd never heard of this, but Ethan came into my chat and was all like... My brother won the KFC Olympics. He works at... That's probably a doxing. Is it? By saying whatever KFC you worked at. Right, I'll beep it, but I'm not saying his name either. So yeah. we don't know his name or the KFC he works at. Yeah. But apparently there's a KFC Olympics where they go and they... I think all... saying KFC is doxing though. So maybe just say a big chicken shop. <laughs> a big chicken shop. They do an Olympics where they like... For KFC, the KFC Olympics is fun yeah, the to KFC say. Olympics, yeah. where they like battle each other and like do a competition to like, see who has the best like chicken with knives. No, like I think they like each. They'll have like the way it was described to me is that they'll all cook the chicken and then judges will judge who cooked the best chicken. Mm. So Ethan's brother has the best chicken in Australia. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was very cool. That's some great emails, and there was more, but we ran out of time. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Thomas. Uh, that is that is this week's episode. Uh, the only one, the only other thing I had to add, which mm. is not AFL, but um, the, the season crown, season crown of the six, yeah, season six, six of the, the crown, crown, yeah, is the worst fucking television series ever made, and I loved one to five so much. It's got so bad. <laughs> I heard this in fury, but like they've released it in two parts, yeah, and I got through the first one. I was like, mm, that's mm, not great. Can't wait to watch the final six to see mm. him bring it back. Worse. I, I heard they've like changed genres almost and become a bit silly with it. Is that true? Or is that just a joke? Is it the, oh, it's bad, man. I it's fell asleep watching one. It's really? bad. I'm so sad about it. Okay. It was my grand final season six. <laughs> uh, what do you, who's that guy you plugged today? What's that music? Oh, yeah. I've got two things to talk about just quickly, actually. Yeah. So um, I wanted to get Mitch on my Twitch stream. My brother. Uh, brother Mitch, Artie Ziff. So he's coming on my stream this Wednesday. And as you know, the theme song for this football podcast is a song that me and Mitch made. So we're going to go live on Twitch and... Uh, and update like, it. Update it. Finish it. 
because we never finished are you, it. Are you going to make it more footy or are you going to make it more uh, dancey? No, I think it's just a good song and it would just be fun to release it. Like, I'm in that mode, you know, just like releasing fun music. So we're can just we, going to... Can you do a collab. draft down the track later? It has a bit more like, oh, I took a specky and like crowd and like sirens and shit in it and just to see how it sounds. Yeah, I mean, we could just make a new theme song for next year if you wanted to. We could but- do that, but who knows, <laughs> mate? I was curious about that. Should we make a new trailer every year, a new song every year? Yeah. Or should we make this the thing that people recognize when you turn this podcast on yeah well i think that's what it's got going for it at the moment and if people want to listen to it because they're like oh i love the theme song for the footy they can't which is why me and mitch i thought it'd yeah. be fun for me and mitch to finish it you know i'm curious though should we change it or should we keep it i think it could be a fun thing to do through january <laughs> that's true january. so we could just make a new let one. us know what you reckon i know you're all busy in this silly season finding car parks at chadston yeah you could come on my twitch and make it with me bro no i only come on your twitch when i'm walking in to get something from you and uh <laughs> you're online live Great. Well, thank you so much for listening this year. If you are, we'll see you in the new year if you don't stick around for the two best recordings ever. Yeah. If not, have a great break and we'll see you when footy is closer. Bounce that pill. Thank you again to Quizmasters. Go to quizmasters.com forward slash footy to find a venue near you. It's trivia, but not shit. Bounce that pill. 10% off. Bounce that pill.